Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name is Doug Cunnington, and in this episode, I'm going to give you a short update on the 200,000-word case study, and I'm publishing about a little bit under 200 posts. I've been working with niche website builders. They've been providing the content, and I've really done a uh, haphazard job of providing updates. And a lot of times I do them like in the middle of the month instead of at the very beginning of the following month. So it's a little disjointed and stuff like that, but I've been mixing it up, publishing some YouTube videos, some blog posts, and then a few podcast episodes. This is a bonus, so it's going to be a short one. I'm going to stick to just what's going on. So Overall, if you haven't followed along since the beginning, Niche Website Builders is writing the content. They're drafting it in WordPress for me. They're putting the images in. If we find any issues, if there's anything we want changed, we let the account manager know and they circle back with the writer and editor to make sure it's updated per our specs. One thing that I found was, I don't know, roughly like 10 percent of the content that we would get back on a per batch basis was in need of some kind of update. So it could be uh, like too many transitional phrases and a little bit too much fluff, or sometimes the grammar would be a little bit off, uh, like punctuation and just extra words that don't need to be there. And the way that my VA and I decided to sort through that was to just plug it into Grammarly. And if Grammarly scored under 80, then we would ask for some changes and we'd peruse it a little bit or my VA would peruse it and see that, for example, there were a lot of transitional phrases and we wanted it to be a little bit tighter and just get to the facts. So we would send it back. Like I said, it was a pretty small number. So we got you know nearly 200 articles total. So across the four different batches of content, which we just got the last batch, maybe a month ago or so and worked uh, through it, published it over the last couple of weeks here. But basically about 10%, eight to 10% of the content was in need of a touch and we needed to have a couple changes made. The rest of it was pretty much good to go. So if it didn't fall under the 80% um, grade rating in Grammarly, then we would just publish it straight away. Now at the end of this, I'm going to let you know one thing that we're, we're doing and I'm kind of just on the cusp of getting this other stuff underway, which is vague, but don't worry, I'll tell you about it. Okay, so as far as the keywords, niche website builders executed their, uh, what do you call it? It's the um, tomb rating technique where basically they look at competitors' keywords and I've done a whole episode with Mark Mars from Niche Website Builders to talk about the whole tomb rating technique and they have some content and videos as well to describe the whole technique. But essentially you're finding competitors' keywords that are low competition that your site should probably be able to rank for. So they gave me 
a bunch of those keywords, say in the range of 100 or 150, I picked out the ones that I wanted. So some of them were a little bit uh, duplicate of themselves. They weren't the exact same keyword, but the searcher intent was the same. Some of them I had already covered on the site and a handful I was just not interested in. So I think we ended up using maybe about 25% of the keywords that they provided. After that, I just found my own keywords. So typically, I was approaching informational keywords that I knew were probably pretty good. I really didn't worry too much about the search volume. I just found good informational keywords, and it was based on a format that I knew would be successful. So I just moved forward with that, didn't overthink it, just got them the keywords, and we're going with sort of a volume play here. So we publish all the content at this point. All the content has been published for a couple weeks now. So it has had a little bit of time to age, even the, you know, the latest stuff that we just published. But the first batch, I think we published the very first part of April. So that's had a few months to age and improve in rankings and Google and all that stuff. So a couple quick notes as far as the Ahrefs data, we had roughly 19,000 keywords ranking in the top 100 when we started at the beginning of April. And currently, there's about 22,000. So went up quite a bit. And of course, that's just the top 100. In the top three, we had about 500 ranking. And now there are 830. So pretty impressive uh bit of growth. Of course, that's across the whole entire site. So not just the stuff they published. The thing I can tell you is I ran uh, and I created a custom report in Google Analytics and I could see exactly the post that they that they published and, and wrote for me. So at the beginning, it was pretty amazing. I published the first batch of content, roughly you know, 40 or 50 articles on, I think it was like April 4th. By April 7th, it was starting to get traffic and it slowly climbed. So the first month was a little bit slow. By the beginning of May, it was about 70 visits per day. Page views, that is, or no, this is sessions. So this is sessions. So 70 sessions per day to the new content in May. By early June, that had jumped to about 300 by um, early July, it was 730. And currently, right now, it's uh, July 22nd when I'm recording this, there are about 770 sessions per day to the new content. So pretty significant um, growth. And I mean, as soon as I started publishing, there's just a nice gradual line of growth, which is pretty amazing. As far as the overall site traffic, and this is page views, it just happens to be the views that I'm looking at, but page views in early April were roughly 2,200, and now sitting here in late July, it's about 2,800 or so. There's some weekly variation, so there's a couple low days and a couple higher days, and it kind of falls in sync with the weekend and the weekdays and all that kind of stuff. Pretty cyclical, and, and you could just plan it. Um, there's a couple spikes here and there, 
Um, I don't know what that's from. Sometimes it's uh, spam. Sometimes it's not real traffic and all that. But generally, as you can imagine, there's uh, growth overall. And we started off with, you know, um, no traffic to each one of these pages. And now uh, some of them are getting quite a bit of traffic. And um, overall, it's about 700 new sessions per day, 770, and it's slowly growing. So none of this had like a big spike or anything. It's just been like gradual growth. One important part is the earnings. So the main monetization is via Ezoic. And one interesting thing is while the traffic has been going up and it's actually grown a fairly significant amount, the earnings have been roughly static. So the EPMV from April to July is, do I have that data right here? Nope, I'm looking at the traffic. So let me let me click to the other report over here on Big Data Analytics. And we can see the EPMV um, is about $9.26, which is, uh, you know, sadly much lower than I hoped. And there was a stretch earlier in the year when it was closer to about $13 or $14, which would be, you know, pretty significant increase, you know, it's about 30%, 30, 40% there. And I mean, the fact is, the advertisers are not spending quite as much and I need to sync up and maybe I can get a quote from my account manager over at Ezoic, but ad revenue is a little bit down per my understanding. So the EPMV has like gone up and down a little bit, but I know in talking to some of my other friends and certainly it depends on the industry, but earnings are down a little bit, even on the Amazon side, you know, people are not spending quite as much potentially in, in different uh, areas. There's a recession, inflation, some uncertainty out there. So it's not unusual to, uh, you know, think that people wouldn't be buying unnecessary things. The discretionary income is a little bit lower than it was. So again, while the traffic has gone up, the revenue has been relatively stable and... Uh, you know, like like I said, unfortunately, it's been stable and not been growing. Let me just take a quick look at the EPMV over the last 30 days here. Yeah, so it's it's lower. It's about $8.69 from June 21st to July 21st. And if I scoot back to the, let's say like the, April, let's look at May. Let's look at the May time frame here. So May was uh, $9.45. So like I said, it's kind of, it's gone down a little bit, even though traffic has gone up. And, you know, each week it seems like I see a new high uh, traffic number, more, you know, more visits than we've ever had, more page views than we've ever had, but the earnings are sort of sticking around. I haven't reported much on the Amazon revenue. There is some Amazon revenue, but really the focus, or at least what I am publishing currently is on the informational side. There's no products related to it. So ads are being shown. And that is, you know, number one is intentional. That's the traction that the site got initially. Informational content was ranking better. So I started to just move forward with that and go with it. 
it's making between $50 and $100 per month. So nothing to sneeze at when you look at the percentages, but, and that's on Amazon. So $50 to $100 per month on Amazon and no other affiliate revenue to speak of. There are some other, you know, great digital products and that's part of the idea. So this particular niche has a ton of informational keywords, almost unlimited. There are a lot of products on Amazon that are relevant. I should probably go back and spend a little more time on that area. There's also a lot of digital products that are available. So courses and software, there's a lot of different opportunities there. The payouts are quite high. However, because it is very profitable, it's very competitive. So I think my site will be able to compete in that area if I start putting the time in, start you know, focusing on backlinks and outreach and really trying to build up that area of the site. But it's not a high priority for me right now. So it could grow in the future, but I'm not, I'm not thinking about it too hard. So I teased earlier about another piece of work that I'm beginning. So niche website builders helped me publish, you know, about 200 articles or so. And the depth of that content isn't a lot because it's only about a thousand words. And many of the topics have the ability to be expanded upon and I would have my VA go in, add a little bit of content, add some FAQs, kind of the standard stuff, beef up areas that have more information available and add some FAQs, just a little bit of research. It's pretty quick, you know, maybe a half hour per post and then you can move on to the next one. So pretty straightforward. One thing that I wanted to do is go back and update the you know, original 238 articles, and then the other 200 need to be updated too. But we have old content that needs to be touched. Maybe not the full 238. Maybe it's more like, you know, 150 of those. And then a lot of the new content that niche website builders wrote for me. So I'm going to hire a couple writers to go in and make updates and just sort of constantly update the old content. The cool part about this specific niche is, like I said, there's almost unlimited informational keywords or at least more keywords than I'll be able to get to and more keywords than I have the desire to work on. But the other part is it's sort of constantly changing. There's always like a little bit of new information. There's always um, more FAQs that can be added, which is kind of amazing. Now it does create a bit of a, like a maintenance nightmare because you have to go back and keep touching it if you are a, you know, a solo operator. But if you have a writer or two working with you, then they could just kind of cycle through. They have a list and they could just kind of keep going through. That could be, you know, a little mind numbing. So I do suspect there could be a little bit of churn in that role, but my I have a couple people that I'm going to uh, do a trial gig with and I just kind of got lucky one of my friends were kind of in a mastermind. Um, it started as a mastermind and then some people dropped off and then we just catch up every month just to see what's going on and maybe help out. He was hiring a few writers and he actually went through a full like hiring process. 
he had maybe five or six people that he wanted to, um, you know, potentially try and hire. He ended up just hiring one and he had all these runner up individuals. So he was like, I can introduce you to them. I've already vetted them and they should be pretty good. And he whittled down from, you know, like 35 people down to like the top five or six. So I'm chatting with some of the second place people. So he did all the hard work for me. I just got to get them a trial job. And if I have two writers working through, you know, I don't think they're going to be doing full time or anything like that, but if they're working through maybe like 15 hours a week or something like that, they'll really be able to churn through it. And I haven't done this in a, on a big scale where there's, you know, hundreds of articles, two writers putting in, you know, many hours per day, um, or at least many hours per week to update content. So I'm curious if it'll have just a, an overall positive impact to the site. As I hear more and more people talk about just how important it is to update the old content and kind of do it in a systematic way. I haven't done it in a systematic way. It's been more like spot treatment, like, hey, that post is getting good traction or it used to rank well and now it doesn't, so we should touch it. Anyway, I'm excited to get those people on board to trial them. I'll be very lucky if they both uh, do a good job and enjoy the work enough to keep working on it for a few months. But even not, even just you know, having one person working on it will be a big win. So that is the update. Um, and I, I don't think I, I, I guess I could tell you the, uh, the earnings, <laughs> the earnings, the total revenue for like May and June. So in May it was 583. And then in June, let's do that filter. And then we should have it right here. It was 638. So a little bit of a a swing there. I can't remember what I said. Uh, it was like 578 to 638. So a little bit of an increase there. So earnings are up a, a touch, but it's been right around $600. So like I said, it's been relatively level and the traffic has grown by, I don't know what, like 20, 25%, something like that. So anyway, that's the update for today. I'll put a link for Niche Website Builders in here so you could check out some of their offerings. I think they have a couple new services. They have some internal linking. They're doing Haro. And of course, they have the Shotgun Skyscraper and content packages. So certainly check out that stuff. And we'll catch you on the next episode.